0: Welcome back to Call Me By Your Game, uh, the podcast where I, your host, Connor McCabe, bring on a guest to hear from them about a meaningful video game from their past. On the show, we talk as much about what made playing that game, or in this case, games special, uh, what they love about it or them, and also anything that was important or memorable about the context of when they had this meaningful time uh, with these games. Uh, I've got a little housekeeping for you up top. Uh, the first of which is there are uh, several ways you can interact with the show on social media. We're on both Instagram and Twitter. On Instagram at Call Me By Your Game Pod and on Twitter at Call Me By Your Game. But there's just one Y in the Twitter URL, so it's B Y O U uh, R. And uh, there you can see what uh, episodes we have coming out. You can learn about our guests and how to support them. And you can also uh, see the cool art I make every week for the podcast. Um, And uh, there's also links in the show notes for anything I'm about to plug. So you don't even have to look it up. You can just click the link and it'll take you there. You can also support the show a few different ways. You can leave us a rating and review on Apple podcasts. And I love getting a rating and review from people. It brightens my gosh darn little day. Uh, And if you leave us a five-star rating and review, Maybe let me know your favorite episode, your favorite personal game, or maybe the your favorite person who's been on the show. Who knows? It could be our guest today. Uh, I'll read it on the show. So, yeah, please leave us a review. I only see them on Apple Podcasts, so if you leave one on Spotify or elsewhere, feel free to hit me up and uh, let me know so I can shout you out because uh, I appreciate it. You can also support us by sharing the show with a friend, whether they love video games in general uh, or the games we're discussing on today's main event. And lastly you can check us out on Patreon. We're over at patreon.com slash supernpcradio. Uh, And there you can find, uh, by subscribing to us and uh, and literally uh, paying us money uh, to listen to uh, bonus additional content, you'll get a ton of extra shows. For example, um, we've been doing this Patreon for about two and a half years. I do a monthly uh, thorough discussion with a group of people about a meaningful game. And those are called the Call Me By Your Game co-op episodes. We just did one on God of War Ragnarok. And we have 30 of these things. So if you like video games uh, and some of the biggest ones out there, uh, check us out on Patreon. You might like what you have there, and it's a super great way you can support us. Um, That'll do it for the housekeeping. And I can finally introduce our ultra-patient guest, who I maybe saw uh, uh, snuff out a sneeze. perhaps. (laughs) Perhaps <laughs> I saw something. Please welcome to the microphone. Uh, I should have asked how to introduce you, but I'll just say, Mickey Ann Maddox.
1: Okay, hi. <laughs> now, Hello. if I
0: were to have done my due diligence by asking you how you would have liked to have been introduced, what would you have told me? And this is always fun to do after the fact.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um. I don't know. I. 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 I guess I'm used to going by Ann Maddox. Yes. My. My actual name is Mickey Ann Maddox and um and max was taken on instagram so i just use mickey and Max. there we uh, go yeah, yeah yeah so i could answer by anything um when i when i used to work at the greek theater there's like you know 500 employees and uh it's like too much to be like i usually go by my like American yes computer. totally so everyone there did call me mickey and i you know just get so like anytime i work in like a Like, well, when I used to work at like a big company, I just wouldn't bother.
0: I'd be like, yes. (laughs) Well, hey, mystery solved. Thank you for uh, pulling back the curtain for us. I've heard you introduce yourself uh, both ways. So, uh, you know, if I could, if I would go back in time and uh, ask you before we started recording, I wouldn't because we wouldn't have had this fun moment. Um, That's actually disrespectful. I totally would. Um, (laughs) What were you going to (laughs) say?
1: Oh, no, I was going to say my sag. Name currently is Ann Maddox, and I'm thinking of going, like, changing it to my real name, Mickey Ann
0: Maddox. Oh, cool. Yeah. Wow. Well, hey, not- oh, well, uh, hey, I'll need I'll need an update if you actually do that because the <laughs> listener's gonna want to know. Um, no,
1: they won't. They don't care. <laughs>
0: um, Ann, uh, thank you so much for taking the time to sit down with me tonight and uh and and join the show. Um, really excited to have you. Uh, I always like to share about how I know my guest, and you and I know each other how I threw i know most of my guests which is through the los angeles comedy community specifically the improv community that sort of revolved around the upright citizens brigade Mm -hmm. and the clubhouse theater Mm -hmm. um and you're just always been some one of the most welcoming uh fun people i've known also uh, many many mock people have been on the show i think you probably heard on zach's episode we we talked about it of course (laughs) um (laughs) but you were money one of many people who were just immediately so warm and welcoming um but Anne, who are you is there anything you want to share with the listener about yourself that we maybe haven't uh covered already
1: oh uh, um who am i well uh <laughs>
0: you have a lovely cat
1: i have a lovely cat she was um she's baking biscuits on her i call oh. it her um towel mommy oh is she <laughs> <laughs> um you know that video of the, <laughs> there's that um old like uh video of the they they have like a it's like a science experiment where they have a baby monkey and they have a a towel mommy and then a wire mommy and the wire mommy has food and the towel mommy only provides comfort and the baby monkey always went to the towel mommy. So um this like pillow behind me, it's like it, one of those like, boyfriend pillows.
0: Oh yes.
1: Yeah. She likes to milk it.
0: Oh my gosh. Just uh, like I know like I'll watch my cat like need something too, just with her yeah. claws. Um uh gorgeous. Well, hey, we are learning so much today. Already learning about <laughs> towel mommy. Um that's there's Oh, I wonder if someone in the world, someone in the world probably has the nickname Talmami. Um But what, what were you going to say, Anne?
1: Oh, um, uh, you could cut this out, but um, I was a little nervous. So I did, uh, I did, I did, you know, take a hit off my bong earlier.
0: Yes. Um,
1: uh, so if I'm saying um and us alike, I have a lot of. Work I'm giving you when you edit this podcast.
0: Hey, you are totally fine. Um, I will <laughs> only edit that out if you want me to edit that out, but otherwise, I don't mind. We can leave it in.
1: Hey, man, it's, it's California, it, you it's know, California,
0: man. It's our true reality, bro. Uh,
1: this is part of my life. <laughs> yeah,
0: get over it. Uh, yeah, well, gamers
1: don't care, they're cool,
0: they are cool. Um, uh, so obviously, uh, a great cat. Uh, parent. Uh, anything else about yourself? I mean, we've already said uh, you're a really funny comedian. You're an actor.
1: Oh, you, I don't know. I just scroll through my Instagram. You'll get a vibe of what I am.
0: <laughs> awesome. Uh, we'll be sure to. I'll be sure to put your uh your socials in the show notes so people can uh oh. do exactly that. Oh great. Um, and if you have anything else that comes up that you want to plug, great. Um, well, before we get into your general history. With games, would you please call me by your game for the main event today?
1: Yes, my game is Windows 95 games. (laughs) Like I
0: told you before, I'm excited to make fun of your choice today because it is (laughs) incredibly unconventional. But on occasion on the show, we'll have something like this and we choose to embrace it because a Mm -hmm. lot of fun can and will still come from it uh and it was really fun honestly for me to look up windows 95 Mm -hmm. logos and like do a little photoshop
1: yeah (laughs) a lot of nostalgia (laughs) involved
0: (laughs) a lot um well before we get into any of that well we'll touch on it after the break today um let's get into your general history with games now do you remember did, did you play games as a kid were they something that you discovered at an early age i'm curious
1: okay so my history with games is um when i was like five or six my dad got my older sister an atari
0: Ooh.
1: yeah and then uh after a couple months my mom vacuumed over the cord and no. destroyed it no. and so we didn't... down <laughs> yeah and then we just didn't have a game system for a very long time and then when <laughs> i was a little older like nine years old um i i was living i so saw i i was born and raised in japan mm-hmm. and uh, i begged my parents for um the the super nintendo like the great, oh,
0: yes
1: yeah and I really wanted it and but we're living in Japan. And I was like, okay, like get me the gray Super Nintendo, not the Famicom, like yes. the Japanese system, the red if it's red and white, don't get it. Yeah. If, it's gray, if it's like a gray box, get it. And they were like, We got it. Okay. Because um the American one, you could buy American cartridges and Japanese cartridges, and they work on both. They like oh. they work on the system, but the Famicom, only Japanese cartridges work so that's right yeah and then my parents of course christmas day they got me the famicom (laughs) nintendo so that's wow yeah
0: um getting it did you end up playing it or was it a situation where it's like oh we made a mistake let's take it back and get the correct one
1: they, they were basically like it doesn't matter just play it and then um the only game the only game i had was uh super mario brothers I think two, I don't know. Oh, Whatever.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then, um, and then Dr. Mario. And that incredible. was incredible. That was it. And my, I wanted to buy other games, but my, my mom was like, they're all the same. You have a game already. You're fine.
0: <laughs> Parents, no matter what generation, they don't understand. Yeah. Um, that's so great. We've actually had, we've not discussed Super Mario Brothers 2 on the show although i I grew up with that one i love it but we we did about a year and a half ago have kermit the frog on to discuss dr mario um yeah pretty big pretty big get for the show Uh, and i won't i won't won't dive into that anymore um but there is an episode of kermit the frog talking about dr mario um okay i love like the kermit like from the muppets i mean i guess you're just everyone's just gonna have to go back and listen (laughs) (laughs) who's to say <laughs> um but that's that's such a funny uh introduction story for you uh was this something that you like played for a while did you were you did you fall off of it i'm curious what your journey continued
1: i, I got really really good at super or no at uh dr mario nice i like i like puzzles type stuff
0: mm-hmm.
1: um and then i don't know eventually i just like got bored of it and was like i don't need to play this anymore i did have a game boy and oh, nice. I did play Tetris. Oh, uh, classic. And I, yeah, and then I think I, like, lost my Game Boy on the school bus, and my mom oh. was like, I'm not buying you another one.
0: <laughs> that oh, was how it. sad. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> that that was a lot, like, a title that came out with the Game Boy, and I think actually came packed in with a lot of them. And it's just, like, endless fun. I was actually playing the Game Boy version recently. It's Ooh. It holds up. It's good. Um, yeah. Okay, so did you so you had you had this game boy what was your, where did your gaming journey go after that? Did you ever get another console?
1: No, I never got another console. I did for some reason when I, my when my parents bought me the game boy, uh they let me pick one game, and I don't know why, but I picked this Tetris kit, not Tetris tennis game oh like yeah, tennis uh-huh. and uh I don't know, it was very boring. <laughs> and like the only reason i think i wanted it was because the people playing tennis is mario and luigi and i i was like oh cute and then and then i was like this is the most boring game
0: (laughs) like why did we break
1: ghostbusters or something like what's wrong with
0: me there is some so sports games have gotten a lot better and i'll say a lot cuter over the years but yeah especially something made on the Game Boy, like those sports games were not very good. So I'm so sorry to hear that.
1: Oh, no. Um, and then, so I i am not, like, I am a, a, a gumshoe gamer. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know if that's the correct term. I, I do not know, understand the world of games. I'm always embarrassed yes. when I go to a friend's house and they try to get me to play a game. Like I've had like multiple exes who are gamers be like okay i'm gonna like i'm gonna be the one to like show you the world of games. <laughs> and then i'll have like the like the playstation remote and yeah. there's so many buttons yes yeah i just get so like overwhelmed and like any sort of um where you are the, like the pov you are in the pov oh, yeah simulation game i don't mm-hmm. know how it might be.
0: In my mouth right now so <laughs> i didn't notice her for a while because she's so she like blended in with your sweater <laughs> and your hair that was so funny uh yeah she, well, she's
1: eating biscuits on
0: me um oh it's so sorry. disorienting like especially if you really don't is. like i had the luxury and a lot of people and a lot of people did of yeah. gradually playing games my whole life so you sort of progress through the advancement of the technology and the way that games are even played so yeah jumping onto like an advanced controller or like when you're in the first person perspective of a character can be disorienting.
1: Yeah. I'm used to like two buttons on the right. Yes. A a cross on the left that goes Mm -hmm. up, down left, right? Like that's all I know. And now there's like, L one, L two, R one, R two. And then there's two nubbins, one <laughs> yes. nubbin to go forward and back, and then another nubbin to like look in different directions. And it blows my mind. Like gamers are like geniuses to me, because I'm like, How do you do this so fast? Like my brain just it's like drumming. Like I I'm my foot is doing one thing and my hands are doing another. Like it's that same like stimulation where yeah. I'm just so confused.
0: Well, you know, if anyone ever questions you know the skill of a gamer i'll just point them in this direction of this conversation and what you just said because i appreciate that i'm gonna need it in writing and the second thing is i now forever want to refer to the control sticks as nubbins because that's (laughs) that's really funny and really charming and makes them seem way more adorable um so no go ahead please
1: I was just gonna say I I played so in preparation for this podcast I actually played a little bit of my friend's PlayStation.
0: And, oh no
1: way! Yeah, I played this game. I think it's a Korean game called White Day. So it, in Japan, there's a holiday where um, so Valentine's Day the girls give the boys chocolates, and oh. then a month later there's a holiday called White Day where the boys give girls white chocolate. And and I I didn't know this, but I guess it's also a holiday in Korea. And Mm -hmm. um, the game is like, it's like a a scary game where, yeah, where like a janitor is possessed (laughs) and like he's murdering students and this boy sneaks in at night to like um, put like a white chocolate gift for this girl he likes, but Mm -hmm. then he ends up like, um, you know, like having to accomplish these tasks these puzzles and get away from a murderer's janitor and my job solely because it's so scary my friend was like okay your job is to kick open the, the bathroom stall doors when like or like open any door yes and uh yeah and so that's like what I did and then I'd take the remote and hand it back to my friends so that they could like
0: that's a team that's a team effort mm-hmm um i it's that's a that game sounds wild it was <laughs> and, fun. and i haven't heard of it yet but that that i want to look it up now um and and b it's i love the way you said that because sometimes people will come on and be like in preparation of this podcast i played the games uh or i played the game that uh i came on to talk about but you try, just tried a new <laughs> game entirely which i am so <laughs> proud of you for being so brave <laughs> Especially I think being,
1: the other way makes more sense though.
0: It does, but you know, it's less interesting. Uh and and, <laughs> you, and it's this is was a unique choice by you. Um okay, this is this is giving me a lot of helpful information. Um, so I have some questions I want to ask you about game video games in general. Um you told me that you had spent time with like exes trying to get you to to play games. Have you ever had like played group games with people like Mario Kart or anything like that that you've had a good time with?
1: Yes, I do remember playing Mario Kart at friends' houses for like sleepovers and stuff, nice. and, and it being like really fun. But I definitely had like a learning curve a little mm-hmm. bit, and like I didn't understand how, like, and none of my friends would tell me the secrets. Um, yes. to like, like at the beginning when it's like beep 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 beep, like my friends are able to just zoom really fast on their go kart, and I just I like. And pressing the gas and if i press the gas too hard then i i like, spin like out. I, I spin out and then so I, I like press it slowly but i'm going so much slower to slower than everyone else and <laughs> i'm dying to know how do you like how do you i'll make... tell
0: you okay. so so this and this is the case for most mario kart games uh not there's like a couple older ones where, where the timing's different but for the most part it mm-hmm. does the three two one countdown yeah it'll go three and then two, and then right after the two pops up, I usually wait just like just after I see it, start holding down the gas and don't let go. And then once the, it says go, you'll sort of shoot off and get that easy, that quick burst.
1: That's what I was looking for. And this is
0: Gamer Tips, yeah. uh, the new segment of Call Me By Your Game. Uh, <laughs> but truly, yeah, so it's three, and then after you see two, then you can hold it down. Okay. Um uh, but yeah, there you go. Now you're gonna yeah. just uh, just destroy all your friends who never told you.
1: <laughs> I, I I also played um, a little bit of Mortal Kombat when I was um, growing up. There was like a teen center on. So I grew up on a like a uh, like military compounds and U.S. embassy mm-hmm. compounds and stuff. And uh, we had a teen center, The teen center had uh, Mortal Kombat and oh my I, gosh yeah and i only like learned like one or two tricks and mm-hmm. one character and that's uh scorpio scorpion
0: scorpion yeah. yes scorpion.
1: and you know uh get over here yes. like backpack b and i just would do that over and over and over,
0: and over. yes <laughs> that's so fun i'm also honestly a little surprised to hear that they would allow mortal kombat well, i guess it's the teen center it's not the baby center but yeah. still for like there was such a um, an uproar over the violence in that game when it first came out because it was yeah. kind of unlike anything that had been seen before. In fact, uh, a little fun fact that doesn't have to do with the fun facts later um, is that for the Super Nintendo version that they released, mm-hmm. um, Nintendo didn't want it to be as violent. So instead of the blood being red, they made it green as if that oh. was any better. So, Yeah. <laughs> But the arcade and I think the Sega versions, it was just red.
1: Wow, yeah. I do remember it being red, and I remember um, one of the babes. I think she had like a like a purple bikini, and uh, a, and she'd throw fans maybe, and she huh. would suck in like the person's body and then spit out bones. Oh and my I,
0: gosh!
1: I like the like little bones that would pile up when she. <laughs>
0: That must have been like her finishing move or something like that. Oh yeah, finish him.
1: That's yeah.
0: <laughs> yes, uh, that is so. That's so great. Um, yeah. Any, I guess you know, just while we're here, because it seems like we've been jogging your memory a little bit. Any other just like memorable games like that that you touched throughout your life, even if you didn't know them
1: oh. or own them. Yes. Um, Oh, wait, before I get to that, I want to quickly say um, I recently saw Mortal Kombat somewhere like either at like a barcade type place or Mm -hmm. something. And I remember, like you were saying, the graphics were so violent, but, and I remember it being very violent, like, holy cow, like, this is, this game's next level. Uh And I saw it, and it's so pixelated and so (laughs) not scary that I was like, oh, that's so funny that we were all like, wow, I can't believe we saw bones.
0: (laughs) Yeah, truly. Uh, Whereas it's just, you know, nothing compared to what we see now, both graphics and violence-wise.
1: Yeah, 100%. Um, but to answer your other question, I recently—well, um, I guess not super recently—but um, like in the last handful of years, <laughs> I played a game. I think it's called Katamari. K- Katamari? Yes. And I loved it. It was like you just kind of roll around and pick up stuff and try to get bigger and bigger.
0: Oh my and, gosh! Yeah, I've, I've always wanted to play because I think they have like two of those games. Cause I've heard such wonderful things about them yeah. uh, that, uh, but anyway, the, what did you think about it? I
1: loved it. It's totally my jam. Like, especially as like, <laughs> as like a stoner who doesn't know, Gary, <laughs> like that is my speed. That's exactly what I want to do. Like I just want to like roll around and like pick up cows and
0: like cute- Lamp posts or whatever. Yeah. Um. I really I hope someone comes on to talk about that. Game someday, uh, and I'm also just looking for an excuse to play it. But that's so cool. Um, yeah.
1: and it's soothing too.
0: Yes, very, yeah. very comforting. It yeah. seems
1: there's no real goal. I mean, there is a goal if you want it, but you could just kind of have fun in this weird world. I guess. Yeah, and that's exciting.
0: <laughs> I love that. Was that a recent experience or was that a while ago?
1: I think this was like a while ago. Okay. My friend, yeah. Had Katamari, and I would, and I would like whenever I go over there, I would always be like, Can we play a little bit?
0: Yes, (laughs) that's I love when, like, because you're you know, you have a very, from what we've gathered so far, very like minor relationship with games at best. But like, I love that you could even have a connection with a game like that to where you'll go to someone's house and want to play it, and you actively will ask, that's cool. Yeah, um, yeah, I guess you never know like what is going to interest someone um my last question for you about your history with gaming is has there been anything i mean you sort of gave me an answer already with the game you tried uh i think white day but outside of that and no is a perfectly fine answer has there been anything else that's caught your eye in the last few years that you've either watched someone play or played yourself that's been interesting
1: oh i used to go to my friend oscar's house and watch him play uh this game um i think it's called yakuza
0: Yes, uh, our Oscar Montoya. Yes. Oh my gosh, I <laughs> think Oscar was like guest eight on the show. Oh, like I love him. three years ago, but yeah. So, oh, but he played the yakuza games. That's amazing. Yeah.
1: It's really fun. He's really good at it, and he does it like so. He's so good at games, and mm-hmm. like, he goes so fast that like, um, that it's like kind of just like watching a movie almost, sort of. Yes. And um, and a lot of the towns. Like in the game are based off of real areas in Japan so there's like this nostalgia for me of like oh my God that looks like Shibuya like that looks like Shinjuku or. You know, so it was like that's pretty fun and like I like to I get to answer all like the questions where he's like. You know, like you go to a hostess club and and you try to like, like, you know, like flirt with this girl and stuff. And yeah, I think hostess clubs are like starting to become a thing that Western culture understands. Mm -hmm. I feel like not a lot of people get it. So I do get a lot of questions of like, what is
0: this? (laughs) I think genuinely, I only know what they are because I've played one Yakuza game (laughs) and there's one in that game. And I, but I was also like, this is interesting. (laughs) i don't think my western brain is comprehending this yet uh that's so fun uh shout out to our our sweet boy oscar oscar uh, i love i love i love that gem um
1: i'm taking him to japan in february
0: no yes. way
1: i know I'm oh so my excited. gosh
0: i'm so happy for you guys i i um uh i'm definitely gonna be following along on your social medias uh Cause I would love to, I because I want to definitely want to go someday, but uh, this is gonna be like a nice little yeah. appetizer. Oh,
1: thank you watching yeah. my
0: friends have fun. Um, yeah. Well, that's so fun. Um, and uh, is there anything else you wanted to share about your history with gaming, or did we do it today?
1: That's about it. It's very short. I don't have hey,
0: and you say that yet? We're already twenty five minutes in and had a lot to talk about, so it was perfect. Um, oh, you're very welcome we're gonna go ahead and take a quick break but when we come back we'll get into all things uh windows 95 games so i will see you on the other side bye Welcome back to Call Me by Your Game, of course, here with Ann Maddox to discuss Windows ninety five games. Ann, welcome back.
1: Hi, thank you for having me again.
0: <laughs> hey, you are so welcome. Um, this is this. We're already getting into uncharted territory here, where we where we are discussing, you know, a series of games that were included uh, on the Windows ninety five operating system. Mm-hmm. Now. Normally what I do at this point and as I just share about uh some brief like history and context of the games themselves, what I'm going to do today is I'm going to share right. a little bit about the operating system. um, And then at the very end, I've got some like history about a couple, two of the games that are on mm-hmm. this, um, but I won't spoil that. So uh, I'm just going to go ahead and share about uh, the operating system. Uh, So feel free to interrupt, but I might just monologue for a little bit.
1: Sure, 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 sure.
0: Okay, here I go. Let's see if any of this makes sense because I'm literally reading from Wikipedia here. <laughs> Windows 95 <laughs> is a consumer-oriented operating system developed by Microsoft as part of its Windows 9x family of operating systems. The first operating systems in the system in the 9x family. It is the successor to Windows 3.1x. This is already way too in the weeds. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was uh, released to manufacturing on July 14th, 1995, and generally to retail on August 24th, 1995, almost three months after the release of a different Windows operating system. Um, Windows 95 merged Microsoft's formerly separate MS-DOS and Microsoft Windows products and featured significant improvements over its predecessor, most notably the graphical user interface, or GUI, and it had simplified plug-and-play features as they were labeled. There were also major changes made to the core components of the operating system, such as moving mainly from a 16-bit architecture to a 32-bit preemptive multitasking architecture. Um, Accompanied by an extensive marketing campaign, Windows 95 introduced numerous functions and features that were featured in later Windows versions and continue in modern variations to this day, such as the taskbar, notification area, and the the holy Start button, um, which is <laughs> you always recognized at the bottom left of your Windows program. Three years after its introduction, Windows 95 was followed by Windows 98. Uh, Microsoft ended mainstream support for 95 on December 31st, 2000. Um, and that's pretty much it for, you know, just the history and context I have, I I have a few other things I want to say, which is this was the first, uh, which is sort of, I like to think of it as the beginning of like modern operating systems that we would use on our home computers. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you had any thoughts about that at all.
1: Oh, um, well, listening to the Wikipedia, um, explanation, it was a lot of jargon that like. You know, you lost me a gigabytes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) As will happen. Um, That's perfectly fine. But, you know, not only was this a a modern operating system, but it included a series of standard programs. Included in those were a series of games, which you have brought on to discuss today. Um, And let's go ahead and just we're going to. Did you have something to say?
1: Yeah, I just yeah, I just remembered of one of the things I did like about the Windows 95 system is the yeah. screen papers.
0: Oh, and, yeah.
1: Yeah, and, you know, once again, you could cut this out because I am talking about drugs. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, in some states, um, shrooms are completely illegal and, um, or they're trying to be illegal. And yes. I've, I've done them. And uh, my friend... Um, like recently texted like this is my first time doing streams like what should i do and i was like watch go to youtube and find the old screen nine windows 95 screen savers and like watch those for a little bit because it is so compelling yes
0: that's honestly that's what i want to do later now that you brought that up because there'll probably be a lot of nostalgia, but also like uh, very fascinating to watch, especially in a certain state of mind. <laughs> um, that's great. Well, let's we'll sort of just you know um, uh, twist the twist. This, I guess, uh, get us into you know the main event today, which is talking about the games that were included on Windows ninety five. I mean, really, you have full reign, of course, to talk about whatever you want, but. Um, when you think of Windows, the the games on this uh, operating system, what do you think of first?
1: Um, okay, so I think of the two, like, most important ones to me is um, Minesweeper. I love Minesweeper. Yes. I think it is such a fun game. And, like, at first, when I started playing Minesweeper, like when I found what Minesweeper on Windows 95, I did not understand it. Yeah. Like, I was like, so you just like randomly click these boxes and then a bomb goes off and that's it. <laughs> like I, what is this? And then I like, there's no, I mean, if there are instructions, I never found them. Yes. But I, I like finally it was like like figuring out a new language or like Mm -hmm. staring at the Rosetta Stone and realizing like you understood words like one day I just realized oh these numbers tell you how many bombs are like touching that number yeah and then and that's how you are able to dodge the mines
0: yes. (laughs) Because you're essentially in that game. I haven't played it for years, but I also uh, underwent a similar state of confusion first encountering it. You are trying to like sort of uh, unmask the whole board of spaces, right? You're just you're clicking until you're through all of them without hitting a bomb, right?
1: Yeah, there's like a smiley face. Yeah, uh, if I remember this correctly, yes. and when the smiley f- and there's I think there's another counter that tells you how many bombs there are. But oh, when okay. the counter goes to zero, and the smiley face like puts on his sunglasses, like you're golden, like, <laughs> you just cleared, you just beat the game. And there's like three levels. There's um like a beginner and a intermediate and then an expert. And it's just like, there's more expert is just a bigger board. <laughs> yes the regulars yeah
0: that's so cool um i know yeah. that you because we're gonna we'll talk about you know everything we'll talk about the games we'll get into you know like uh all sorts of context for you too but one of the standouts on this the one that i've interacted with the most is uh, that you brought up is solitaire as well
1: yeah um so uh so my dad passed away in july and, uh, and he was just like the most awesome dude ever. Yeah. And, um, like one of, you know, talking to my sisters, like one of our, like, you know, major memories, like standout uh-huh. memories of my dad is that every morning he would wake up at five o'clock in the morning. Cause- <laughs> He he like, you know, like joined the Navy when he was like 18 or whatever. And so he just has it in his brain to like wake yes. up at 5 a.m. every morning. And uh, and like the first thing he does is like get a cup of coffee. Then he sits in front of the computer and he plays solitaire literally for hours (laughs) like we did not understand why he loved doing this so much and it's like so (laughs) boring to us but he would like literally sit there and like for like two hours just zone out
0: two three hours just like zone out and play solitaire my gosh like when you first we're gonna we're saying that i thought you were gonna say that he would play like a few games and that was sort of just like his first activity of the day but no he would really dive in and just like yeah. get like hone in on this game.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like he's like has maybe like CNN on the background. Uh-huh. I think that was that was his version of double screening in yeah. my mind.
0: Yes. <laughs> he was a, he was the pioneer of double screening.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's, my dad like, invented double screening.
0: <laughs> yeah, so give the credit where credits due. Uh <laughs> that's so funny. It also I mean, I this is obviously speculation because yeah. I didn't know him, but it it could have it sounds like peaceful and it sounds like maybe especially before the kids wake up or anyone wakes up it's like okay this is like my zen time in the day which I'm really spoiled right like I basically can have that any time of the day but if I had bigger responsibilities like he did or was raising children I'd probably do the same thing
1: yeah I really think so too like you know like we, we were like I mean, we're a mixed family, so we were a very loud family. Yeah, <laughs> like my dad was a very stoic, quiet man. Uh-huh. So you know, especially with like me and my sister and my mom, it was just like we were always like, yeah, la, 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 you know. Yes. And um, so and, and none of us like to wake up early. He was literally the only one in our family. So I was going to
0: ask if anybody else did that, but no. <laughs>
1: no not at all never we try to sleep in as long as we can
0: uh is that still true are you still like uh, if you have the choice, will you sleep in as still
1: yeah oh yeah
0: yeah yeah. I think all
1: comedians like being night owls kind of or say it
0: again I'm sorry
1: oh all comedians probably tend to be night owls in my imagination
0: I want to believe that too it makes me feel better about being one yeah and who even when I like I've been thinking about I've been thinking about this a lot this week, and this is the patented part of the show where I make this about me Mm. uh, uh, this week. Because a year ago, I remember January, COVID was like really bad and rampant around L.A. So all I was doing was going to work and then coming home. uh, uh, I was not hanging out with people to the end of the month. But I went through this streak where I stayed up till like 2 or 3 a.m. playing this, playing a video game. But where I fully embraced like being a night owl was just a maniac uh, <laughs> up so late. So I've been thinking about going to bed at better times. And now even th- though I do, I'm more disciplined than I used to be. I still, yeah. I, it's hard for me to wake up early even when I do go to bed early.
1: I'm exactly the same. Like I, I have to like basically like be like my own best parent at night. Yes, it's hard. Like- yeah. I had to like tell myself like, and you have work in the morning. It's mm-hmm. it's like 1am go to bed, like stop, yeah. turn off the TV. Yeah, it's a,
0: it's a challenge, but I'm, I'm glad you brought up the comedian aspect of it. Cause I'm really going to just latch onto that myself <laughs> to feel better. <laughs> yeah. Um, This, so this, I mean, I really love what you've already shared with me so far yeah. Um, was So this was like his game. Was this a game that you ended up getting into as well, or was it more of observing him?
1: Uh, A little bit, I think. Like, I think um, you know, like in between playing, not playing, um, like doing uh, my like book reports or whatever on the computer, I would you know need little breaks, and so dip into the Windows ninety five games, and uh, yeah, Minesweeper was like my once I figured it out, that was like kind of my go to to just like kind of like, you know, I don't know, like kind of doze off a little bit. Yes. And then uh, wh- I once I remember watching my dad win um, at playing solitaire and I really liked ha- the graphics of the, the cards. They like go down these stairs yes. and they start like zooming past the screen. And and there's just like, I don't know, like a cascade, a waterfall, cascade of cards. And yes. I was like, ooh, I wanna do like I wanna do that. I wanna get to that. So I
0: wish that like normal accomplishments in life would have that happen in front of me. <laughs> like yeah. in the future where maybe we have more tech in our bodies, like I wanna see that visualized uh when I do something good.
1: Oh, I would love that too. That, that might be, be-
0: That might be, uh, I might, I'm getting into some like dangerous uh, Android territory here. Um, (laughs) But, uh, but yeah, all that to say is that, yeah, it's, that is also a really nostalgic, like uh, image to me as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, And so I would like, I would every now and then play just to see if I could get to the cascading of
0: cards. Yes. So Minesweeper was like the, that was your main uh, game on, uh, out of that series um, yeah. were there you mentioned a few up top uh, of the episode were there any other games uh in that group that you want to shout out while we're here
1: oh um uh there's like a mahjong game but it's not mahjong it's like taipei
0: oh interesting where
1: you, yeah where it's just like a stack of mahjong cubes or whatever those uh those like little things are called yeah um tiles they're called tiles <laughs> <laughs> and you you have to like match the pairings
0: oh
1: while you unstack the cube so like they'll be like spring and then you match the spring cube with tile with a spring tile and then they disappear
0: okay and you
1: try to get down to till you all of them disappear but there is like a little bit of strategy involved where like if you pair off too many of the wrong ones on like only one side of the pile then you end up you eventually get stuck and you can't eliminate all the tiles so you kind of like do it yeah evenly
0: okay i'm sort of getting like so i've played i don't think i ever played this game but i've played sort of puzzle games where you put two blocks of the same kind together and they disappear Mm -hmm. uh whether it be like a i don't know if you've ever played a puyo puyo game um which oh, is like great, though it's it's fun it's like it's exactly that is that you have like four four or five colored blocks on this big screen and before your blocks reach the top of the screen you want to like clear rows um uh, mm. and you do that by putting i think three in a row next yeah. to yeah
1: the there's this one game i don't know what it's called i i called it i mean maybe this is the title of the game i i call it the bubble pop game oh, two green dinosaurs and they like crank I think it's two dinosaurs I don't know they crank like a thing and then you press a button and it shoots out a bubble like a yeah. bubble that's a color and you yeah and it sticks to other bubbles and you have mm-hmm. to get like three blue bubbles in a row for it to disappear yeah and
0: they've because they shoot it out of that little arrow that sort of just moves yeah. like this right yes yeah. it might be bubble is I'm pretty sure in the title I don't know if it's I know there's a game called bubble Bobble, but I don't Know if it's the same thing, um, <laughs> but that's glad
1: to do research,
0: yeah. Uh, we're giving more, ourselves more more homework on this episode. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, any other uh games that and you don't have to name them all, but if there were any that stuck out, I did want to leave uh, you the chance to share about those.
1: Oh, before
0: i start um, asking you more about Minesweeper stuff.
1: Oh, you know, one game that like that was on my dad's computer that uh. Like, at first was fun, but then it. it I, like, <laughs> I would genuinely get too scared. Yeah. Um, oh, no, there was two. I don't know the name of the other one. You're, like, in, it's, like, through your POV, and mm-hmm. you have to, like, go through rooms and, like, run away from, <laughs> I'm sorry to say, run away from Nazis, I think. I
0: don't know. Oh, yeah. there. Well, there is a game like that called Wolfenstein. Yeah. Where, where you do That's shoot it. him as well.
1: Yeah, and it, it scared the shit out of me and I like could not play it. And I feel silly because I look back at the graphics of that, too, and it's like just like the most like pixelated walls. And they're like, yes. just like they look like office spaces.
0: They're like flat yeah. images. The yeah, characters. they're
1: like this like green office space that these Nazis are hanging out in <laughs> <laughs> You're trying to like, I don't know, escape from this office building. It's very confusing. And then the other one was Duke Nukem. Oh yeah, yeah. He was like a muscly little dude. It was basically Mario, but a muscle muscly like little.
0: And he had a, of him. he has guns, right? Yeah. Yeah. And,
1: he'd and you had to like catch stuff. I That's, don't know. I vaguely remember that.
0: <laughs> yes, I've never played a Duke Nukem game, but I know the character for sure. Um, <laughs> very much of the eighty, late eighties, early nineties. Uh, okay, so. I just wanted to, you know, leave some time to share about any of those other ones, because I want to dive into more Minesweeper and, and just this whole thing in general. Would you do me in favor? Can you sort of like scene paint for me oh. where your computer was set up and what that room was like, if you remember?
1: Oh, okay. Um, let's see. Uh, so we moved around a lot. I'm trying to like think. Um, so... When I was growing up, my sister and I shared a bedroom. Mm-hmm. But then when my sister decided to have her own bedroom, uh, like we decided to put the family computer in her room.
0: Okay. <laughs>
1: I, I don't know Big why. Big for her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I think because I was like, I'm going to put, a, I want a TV. I'm going to mm-hmm. put a TV in my room. And my sister was like, I don't care about TV. I want the computer in my room. And okay. so her, fine with that and and also she went to college so
0: you know when she went to college like
1: the her bedroom became the computer room there we go yeah the
0: the natural process of uh of life taking place (laughs) A, a, a room becoming a computer room
1: yeah and and uh the computer was like against the wall so if I'm like doing my homework in front of the computer and I look up all I see is just like a white wall.
0: <laughs> yes, yes.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh and I remember it was like I think I think I remember I vaguely remember my dad really like Gateway
0: computers. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They and had remember- didn't they have like the for a while I, I think it this was them. They their logo was like a bo- like a cube but like it had like the cow print. Yes. Baptized. Is that it? Yes! Yeah. yeah, I,
1: re- I re- very distinctly remember the cow print.
0: Yeah. It's
1: like, why, why are cows involved <laughs> with the computer? And also, what is gate the title gateway? What is the connection with gateways and cows?
0: Yeah. You know or- what? It's beyond my understanding. I'll tell you that.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I guess they just wanted a cool pattern.
0: Yeah, I guess so. Uh, And hey, it was memorable. It stuck out to us. Um, yeah. Uh, okay, cool. So this was, this was set up. Were you, were you just like down the hall from this room or was it like right across? I was
1: down the hall, but it was right across, um, from my parents' room. Yes. So I do remember like, if I, like, you know, when you, I mean, when you were at this age and you're 15 and like Netscape Mm -hmm. was introduced to our world I think no I was younger than 15 I can't remember anyways uh but like and you the group chats were the the like the big thing and and you're just like kind of chatting with random people and friends and then sometimes you're like trolling (laughs) groups and i don't know you're a teenager so you're like what is this group full of like poet fans and then you're like like make fun of them or whatever and then they tell you to leave and then you're like that
0: is so Um, that is gosh i have some memories of trolling people in chats too uh that is so good uh yeah close to home um (laughs) i love that well now i just want to you know sort of as we're um, you know, reaching the end, I, I have a. I want to ask you some stuff about the about Minesweeper and just this experience in general with the computer. Yeah. Um, when it comes to Minesweeper, is there anything about that game, any details that you remember, um, really well or that you want to anything you want to share about the game itself? I guess.
1: Ooh, um,
0: and I know you've already dove in a little for us.
1: Yeah, I, I just like, I think there's something really soothing about like i'm one of those people who really like organizing things yeah i like calm my brain down Mm -hmm. and like and also the feeling like i like playing sudoku and stuff like Mm. kind of focusing on something and figuring it out it kind of like when you do finally undo the puzzle it's the same feeling of like when you have like a really knotted shoelace or a necklace and you like you know like roll it in your fingers and you finally get it done and or like you did it for a friend and they're like oh my god you just saved my necklace like and it feels so rewarding yeah I think that's what it is it's just like like extreme focus and then gratification of reward and then you're done and then you could just like like you just feel the zen afterwards and I'm riding that high and that's like kind of it's like you feel accomplished even though you didn't act you're simulating accomplishment you're not actually accomplishing something
0: and that's uh video games my friend uh <laughs> uh something that i have to constantly remind myself that uh just beating a game or like a, a, a little task in a game it's not actually accomplishing anything as much as it is it does feel good and it does a lot for me emotionally um yeah. but that's so great uh I think what I want to um, uh, ask you about, too, is just like as far as the we've gone into a little bit of the context of mm-hmm. this of the Windows 95 games of like story like stuff from you, your sister, your dad. But I did want to leave uh, as as we're sort of hitting the end of this, mm-hmm. um, leave more space for you to share about any. Do you have any other memories that are broad or general like your dad, you know, doing that every morning at 5 a.m. with coffee or anything specific any specific memories you have about this series of games i'm just curious
1: oh you know a lot of it was like um i don't know if this was on windows or if those was on like the first like mac book i got but backgammon like that was another game where i was like what like how do you play this like there's these little tiles and then triangles and then you gotta pass the tiles and the triangles and then i finally figured out how to play it but there's something fun about not getting any instructions and you just kind of slowly (laughs) figure out how to play this very simple game I think it makes me feel like um I'm a genius even though I'm not
0: (laughs) yeah well you know that makes sense because there's like you know you're learning from observing and like probably following patterns and stuff
1: yeah I think that's Uh, what it is too like as improvisers we're we we enjoy finding a pattern and following it and seeing how far you could go and i think that's kind of like um my intro to figuring out how exciting that could be through Minesweeper. yes and like, there'll be times where like um you know you're doing it and it gets fairly like so when you first you kind of have to like randomly click on a tile and it and it opens up a, a space yeah. and you want to open up as many spaces you can in that first click mm-hmm. and there are times where i'm like the the space that open up isn't big enough for me so I'm, I'm gonna have to like like you know red wire blue wire like i'm just gonna start clicking on tiles to see if i could just like open stuff up yeah and uh, and that chaos is like kind of thrilling in the beginning the beginning, because, you know, like a lot of times you click on three tiles and you accidentally click on a bomb and it ends the game immediately. That's it, yeah, yeah. and uh, and then those times where you're like, holy cow, like I just like open up half the tiles just with like, you know, like kind of, you know, just luck of the draw. And then you have to kind of do the math and mm-hmm. like be like, okay, this one has four, the number four, And the number four is like, I don't know why but the number four didn't stress me out as much as the number three because the number three is in a red color and the number oh. four is in a dark blue color so
0: <laughs> that's funny um, i wonder if they yeah. thought about that when developing the game at all like yeah, yeah. I, you'd think they'd be swapped almost
1: yeah huh. because there were yeah and it was like like there's like ones and twos or blue and green and those are very easy like you Mm -hmm. could kind of count your way but then inevitably you get to a a point where it's just like five tiles and you like really have to focus and like kind of see like okay one like and there are I I actually like so I played today just like kind of get the vibe yeah and I there's like in my memory I was like I feel like there are some times where even the math doesn't really fit like you still have to guess mm-hmm. and um and like I don't know there's got to be a trick around it in my head yeah. but I got I got one Well, I played a couple times I got one where I was like I just can't figure out the math in this one like it could be either of these mm. tiles and if I clicked one the bomb's gonna go off Um yeah and and I, I clicked the wrong one and the bomb went off. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh that's perfect i was just honestly gonna ask if you had revisited it recently uh and there you you had um and i I feel like we've gotten to hear so much fun stuff from you about not only the game but the context of your life would Mm -hmm. you do me a favor and before we jump into the post show segments that i have for you would you put a bow on whatever place these windows 95 games uh held for you
1: Oh, it definitely like brings back the feeling of nostalgia of growing up and like specifically in a time, uh, you know, like before phones and things where technology like was kind of changing our lives Mm -hmm. in a way, Um, but like in a very basic way. I, I, I think I sound great. I'm not like describing this well, but um, no, but just, okay, <laughs> it just kind of symbolizes like my adolescent childhood, like not just like you know, my me as a kid, but more as like you know, like as a preteen and a teenager, yeah. like it's that specific era of my life, and um, and also like it very much reminds me of my dad, like you mm-hmm. know, when it, we went to his funeral, like that was like one of the things that like you know my entire like me and my sisters were like god like we don't understand how dad played solitaire for hours like he just loved solitaire so much like he never like we we rarely saw him like read a book or like yes i don't know you know exercise sometimes he'd go for walks but he just like that was like his thing yes like Uh yeah and like um when we were not to be like kind of grim but like it, me being a comedian like my sister was like is there anything that you want to put on dad's like tombstone and I was like yo we should put like a solitaire logo or like a, like you know playing cards or something and she yeah. was like no we are not gonna do that do <laughs> is a terrible idea but it's him but uh, it's him yeah
0: that's that's really sweet. Uh and yeah, I have a lot of like nostalgia for my own specific period of 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 that time in my life too, so I can totally relate. Um and uh we're not quite done yet, but thank you so much for sharing about your time with those games. That was really fun.
1: Yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs>
0: you bet. So, I have two fun post show segments prepared for you based on you uh, bringing these specific games on for us today to discuss. The first of which is the Fact Me by your game segment. And that's just where I'm just going to share some fun facts with you about uh about a couple of the games you brought on today. Okay. Um, the first of which uh I have titled Minesweeper Origins. Um and unfortunately, uh we're not gonna get a lot of solid answers here because the uh what I have written down is the origin of Minesweeper is actually unclear. <laughs> oh yes, according to I don't to know te- why that shocked me. Sorry. <laughs> You're like, I thought there'd be a definitive answer. Mm-hmm. Um the first uh version of the game was uh was in 1990s microsoft minesweeper um but eurogamer a, a gaming website says that uh, mind out by Ian Andrew was the first minesweeper game uh, hmm. let's let me actually do a bit of i should have looked at this earlier cuz i'd like to know what mind out was on like was it on computers this was it was on a computer called the zx spectrum i have heard of that hmm. um but it was a, I guess, a similar game. Um, Kurt Johnson, the creator of Microsoft Mindsweeper, acknowledges that his game's design was borrowed from another game, but he says it was not yeah. Mind Out, and he doesn't remember which game it is. So he's
1: lying, he's a liar.
0: Yeah, it, it, <laughs> it very well could have been that. Um
1: I was just about to ask, like, did Bill Gates play Mind Out and was like, I must, I must yes. buy purchase this for my Microsoft.
0: They'll never know. Um <laughs> the uh the next the second and final fact i have for you i have uh, another history fact i have it titled solitaire history mystery oh, I um love that. the uh the origins of card solitaire or patience as it was originally called are unclear but the earliest records appear in the late 1700s across northern europe and scandinavia uh oh. the uh the term patience spiel uh appears as appears in uh a, a book that I'm not even gonna try to pronounce. Uh, actually, <laughs> you know, maybe it'd be fun if I did. Uh, okay. Das nu thats almost a a, a Spanish pronunciation. Uh, La hombre Spiel. Um, <laughs> I could have just tried a German accent. We're improvisers.
1: Uh, yeah, no, no, do it in a German accent.
0: Das nu Konlike, hombre Spiel. Uh, <laughs> not bad. <laughs> pretty, um, good, pretty good. Uh, sorry to all our f- millions of German listeners. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. So this was a German book published in 1788. Uh, books were also reported to appear in Sweden and Russia uh, in the early 1800s um, with some solitaire information. There are additional references to uh, patients in French literature. And in the United States, the first card, solitaire book, patience, a series of 30 games with cards, was published by Edna Cheney in 1870. Um, the last little sub fact I have here is the most popular card solitaire is klondike which was called microsoft solitaire and a digital implementation included with windows operating systems from 1990 onwards so Uh um and that's definitely the version i played the most most right i have it on my phone too like yeah it's something that i will i think the most i play solitaire nowadays is when it's on that time in a flight where they're like hey put away your electronics put away your stuff and i I always have video games with me, but I'll pull out my phone and just pass the last 30 minutes that way. Yes,
1: um, yeah, I, I
0: love solitaire, it's so much fun.
1: It is um, really fun. I played that recently too, and I'm like, oh, I could play this forever.
0: Like, <laughs> so good, it's so <laughs> addictive. I could, I could, I love, I don't know why I'm just repeating the same games, but I love it. Um, yeah,
1: and it makes me feel closer to my dad. Like, anytime yeah. I miss him, I legit. Um, so like on Facebook, there's um like a games button now, yes. and when you click on the games button, they do have solitaire. So like oh, when I meet them, yeah, i'll it's like oh, my time with dad is now like coffee and solitaire. Yeah, so
0: that's a, that's a really sweet touchstone, uh, and yeah. like such a nice way to be able to connect. I'm sure for you, uh, yeah. Well, that'll do it for the fact me by your game segment. And I'll lead us into the final one, the Ooh. game recommendation segment now. Um, and this is my one uh, forced tie to the movie where I try to make a connection with the movie. Call me by your game or name. I do that all the time uh, <laughs> where I am going to treat uh, the Windows 95 series of games as your passionate summer love in Italy that you're eventually going to move on from. And so these games will act as potential flings that I recommend to you. So okay. uh, they, have, they each have something in common with some of the games. And in fact, they're very much literally just pulling from the Microsoft 90, uh, the Microsoft games. Anyway, yeah. The first of which is mm-hmm. if you like Solitaire, but you want an equestrian twist on Solitaire,
1: okay. I recommend
0: yeah. a game that's not out yet, but it's about to be out for. um. Mobile. It's called Pocket Card Jockey Ride On. Now I love this title. (laughs) It's it's great. So the original Pocket Card Jockey was a game on the Nintendo 3DS that essentially you play quick games. There's a variation of games, but you play variation of solitaire quick games, much quicker than the normal version. And that helps uh you're basically powering a horse to race faster, and you want to finish, obviously finishing first. So so yeah it's like a horse racing game with a with a solitaire element to it Um, so i don't know when it's released but this game was just the the mobile version was a lot uh, announced two days ago so um so we'll see
1: pocket car jockey sounds like a cool band's name or it does it does doesn't it yeah i'm gonna say pocket car jockey i love
0: that uh the the second recommendation right. is uh which this sounds sometimes i write i like to, i write these beforehand and then sometimes throughout the episode i'll find out that this is not the case for my guests at all uh, <laughs> but what i have written down is if you'd like a competitive ongoing minesweeper um yeah. and it sounds like for you is actually just zen to do it yourself um <laughs> i I'd do recommend like
1: competition a little bit like oh. like i like competing scores like and i'll like oh gotcha I was like a you know i was on the swim team in high school Mm -hmm. so it's like i very much um like uh i feel comfortable like you know it's like breaking the goal of like i was able to solve this puzzle in three minutes can i do it in kind of thing you
0: know okay so there's some elements of competition that work for you like a leaderboard um
1: like putting my name as like number one score is is fun
0: yes Yeah, I I understand that. Um, Well, if you do want a competitive ongoing Minesweeper, there's a free game online called uh, M3O Minesweeper, where I guess you're just playing against other people online. Um, So if you want a community aspect to it. um, And again, it's just M, the letter M3O Minesweeper. Uh, Or if you just Google like games like Minesweeper, which is what I did, uh, it came up. Um, Okay. And lastly, I know that Windows Pinball, Microsoft Pinball was not included on Windows 95. But bear with me here. Okay. If you like Pinball, uh, but you actually, you just want it to be Crazy Pinball, I'll (laughs) recommend to you Waluigi's Crazy Pinball Stage, which is just one track in Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. So my recommendation to you is to play the game mario kart 8 and uh race around on the track that is a pinball machine
1: oh okay i'm in
0: so uh that's my weird one for the day
1: i like that i also um i like the there's nostalgia with the mario uh world yes like it was hitting it's like you know like its first wave of peak peak a popularity when we were like, you know, teenagers.
0: Yes. Um,
1: and I do, I do, re- I forgot about this. I forgot to mention this earlier because I just forgot about this. But the there's the battle mode in in uh, Super Mario Race. What is it called? Super Mario Kart. Mario Kart. Yeah, yes, yeah. Yes, yeah.
0: where you have the balloons.
1: Yes, and you had to hit the pop the other people's balloons, mm-hmm. and that was re- very fun. It would it would like make me really intense, like. <laughs> I'm not a competitive person, but like the idea of like this, it's like battle Royale to me mm-hmm. where I'm like, it's do or die, you know? Yes. <laughs> and,
0: uh, yeah. A fight or flight instinct comes out. Yeah. Um, so uh, to wrap up the game recommendations, my, my three recommendations for you today are Pocket Card Jockey, Ride On, again, it's not even out yet, uh, <laughs> M3O Minesweeper, do or... It. Just the Waluigi pinball stage in Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Okay. Um, and that'll do it for the game recommendations. And it'll actually bring us to the end of the show. Um, so before we go and plug whatever we want on our way out, thanks so much for joining me tonight. This was so much fun.
1: Oh my gosh, thank you so much for having me. This was incredible absolutely yeah thank you I'm like not a gamer so you know and and I pretty much just talked about my dead dad (laughs) so (laughs) I really appreciate uh you having me here (laughs) you
0: are so welcome and I I've said this on occasion because I like to have people of all walks of gaming on but uh you don't have to be a big gamer to have a fun episode on the show all you were willing to engage and that's that's it um and we've had many fun episodes like this uh with people who don't play video games, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, but you're so welcome. I loved hearing from you. Uh, is there anything you want to plug on your way out? I know you mentioned oh. your socials, but uh, anything you'd like?
1: Um, yes. Uh, I, well, um, I'm doing a couple shows at UCB. I don't know when this podcast gets released. This
0: Could will come accurate. out. So it will. I'm doing some math in my head. Okay. I think two weeks from tomorrow. So oh. Okay so, so you can... would have
1: missed all the shows
0: oh dang it i'm sorry <laughs>
1: that's okay that's fine yeah there'll be more um yeah so yeah nothing i have nothing
0: <laughs> to talk about. Do you, would you like me to put your uh social media in the in the show notes at all or no yeah
1: yeah okay, yeah. Cool. yeah i'll put a link to your stuff yeah my my twitter and my instagram i i think they're both Mickey M I K I A N N M A D D L X. Mickey M X.
0: Gorgeous. I'll I'll do a search and I'll put them I'll put them links to those so people can respectfully uh, follow. Um but uh, thank you again. I'll go ahead and just close us out with some plugs of my own. Yeah, um, thank you. You're very welcome. So the show art for Call Me by Your Game is done by Glenn J. You can find Glenn and his other wonderful work on Instagram at glenn with two n's j a y um of course i already said it up top but you can follow us on social media on instagram at call me by your game pod and on twitter at call me by your game with one y again links in the show notes uh the show is produced by jeremy schmidt you should check out his show video games a comedy show i'm on social media at connor underscore mccabe i sometimes stream uh on twitch at twitch.tv slash cons is cool 69 uh we have a brand new discord for our network super npc radio so if you listen to the show and you want to jump in uh feel free to hit me up or hit the show up on social media in a message and i'll send you an invite that way and lastly of course you can support us on patreon at patreon.com slash super npc radio where we have uh, bonus content every week uh Uh, video of the video game podcast variety uh we have recently started our new games club format where we're actually going through a game chapter by chapter and spacing that out over a few months as opposed to one game at a time and we're covering super mario 64 so if you want to hop in um that first episode will be coming out this friday as of this recording uh the ten dollar dj toad tiers were that and a bunch of other content lives Uh, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Call Me by Your Game. We will see you on the next one.